This is Gemar and Shkolem Tav Chof Aleph. All the learning for this month, the month of Nisan, as we conclude the month of Nisan with the conclusion of the month of with the Mesechta of Shkolem, has been sponsored by the Grun family, Li Nishmas Chaim Murcha Ben Avtali Tzvi. The Nishamas have a tremendous Ili Nishama from the Schos of all the learning of the entire Chabura as we conclude this wonderful Mesechta of Yushalmi of Shkolem tomorrow. Of course, our Chayim Ben Vaving Chaim Mesech Shavuot Ben Chaya Shlomo Sivan Rizid Edel Zor Bas Kenendli the Basin Bas Chayis Sayu Sol Ben Mindel as the Person Shavuot. We pick it up on the bottom of Chof Amid Beis, moving into the second to last half of Mesech Eshkolim. Mirza Hashem, tomorrow we will be concluding and then going strong into Misechtas Yuma. So if you know anyone that fell out over the difficulty of Shkalim, send them a message, call him up, remind him, let's get going. Yuma is on the horizon and it's going to take us all the way, Mirza Hashem. Till Rosh Chodesh Av about right before Rosh Chodesh Av, we'll be making a siyum b'siyat d'shmaya on Yuma. But first, let's get to Shkolem. Says the Gemara, two lines from the bottom of Chafam Abayis. Koyin Gadol Shemis. So we had a din in the Mishnah that the Koyin Gadol that dies. We have this halacha of the Mincha Chavitin, the special carbon that we spoke extensively about yesterday. The carbon that the Koyin Gadol brings on the first day of his inauguration and every single day of his service, whereas a regular Koyin brings it only on the first day of his inauguration. We said what happens when he dies, who who brings the carbon in his place until they appoint a successor. So we had a machlaikas, whether it's going to be the Yarshim or whether it's going to be the Tzibur. So says the Gemara, Rabbi Armamu, Boy Mechalfa, Shitase, he switched the opinions, the Rav Shimin, he switched the opinions, he switched the opinions of. Uh, I'm sorry, Machavi Shitasi to Rav Shimon. The opinion of Rav Shimon is switched. Taman Omar, like we learned over there, Michel Yarshim, Ach Omar, Michel Tzibor. Therefore, he's going to switch it up in the Mishnah. Omar Avchia, moving along to Dav Chaf Aleph, Omer Aleph, Omer Avchia Bar Ba, Velo Yeos, but it is not Velo Yeos, Umaksha. Is he not asking a good question? Meaning, uh, we, we didn't read it as a question. But basically, the Gemara is asking a question that it seems that we are, this opinion of Rav Shimon, which one is it? Is it coming, Michel Tibor, or is it coming from the Arshim? We have two conflicting reports. What it was, says the Gemara, Asr Rav Yaakov, Barachar, Rav Avu, B'Shem Rav Yechran, so the Gemara does not really um, answer the question so much, but says the Gemara, the I'm sorry, the Gemara is answering the question. Apologies. Midar Raisa, it comes from the Tzibur. We're going to read it with the parentheses. Machlek is exactly how to read this as always. A bit easier with the parentheses. So Midar Raisa, who pays for the carbon Minchas Chavitin of the deceased Kain Gadol, the congregation, Kiv and the Chazakam Milcha Lishka. What happened was they saw that people weren't uh, giving money and therefore squeezing the lishka because all the money had to come from the base of English itself. So he says, okay, we got to collect it from the Yarshim. But then they saw that the Yarshim are being negligent. So it comes out that it's not a steer at all, just two different parts of history, whether it came from the community or whether it came from the Yarshim. Says the Gemara of Yisiyam Rav Yechon Ba'i. He asked the following question. Mao, what is the halacha? We saw in the Mishnah that when we bring the Minchas Chavite, we, we don't bring it, we bring it whole. Generally, 
the Kohen Gadol himself brought it in two halves, half in the morning and half in the afternoon. But we saw that when the Kohen Gadol is not bringing it, but rather we're bringing it for him, we saw in the Mishnah that you bring it whole. So says the Gemara, what does it mean you bring it whole? Shleimah B'Shachras, Shleimah Are you bringing two different Minchas Chavitim, a full in the morning, a full in the afternoon? And the whole, or the whole thing in the morning and nothing in the afternoon? Explains the Gemara, Answering up, what is the meaning of whole, whole in the morning, or twice whole? God, the hey, pshit, the following was, Pashit, Persev, Minchas, Tamid, Shleishes, Lugin. Ma, hein, Shleishes, Lugin, Shachras, the Shoshes, you can be in Arbaim. Does it mean, meaning we're furthering the question, what exactly is the correct detail? Is it that it's Shleishes, Lugin, it's three look in the morning and in the afternoon? Oi, or do we learn how no? Lugum, Echsel, Shachras, Lugum, Echsel, Bein Arbaim. Meaning it's the same question. These are the other accompanying. Uh, details with the Mirchas Chavitin were these Lugin were these three measurements of oil. So when we said that you have to bring it whole, again, the same type of question. Whole means three look. So is it three look, three look in the afternoon? Or is it one and a half and one and a half? And furthermore, a third part to the question. Amarav Chizkiya Oif Hadas Furthermore, we're going to ask, Shnei Kumatzin Mahin. What is Allah with the Shnei Kumatzin? Obviously, the claim it's being the three fingers bit of the Levina, of the part of the, the frankincense. What is Allah with that? Shnei Kumatzin Shachris. Who Shnei Kumatzin Bein Arbaim. The same thing. Do we bring two in the morning, two in the afternoon? Right? Kumatzin Shachris, Shachris, Kumatzin Bein Arbaim. So Amar Rav Yaisa comes along. Rav Yaisa, Klom Laman Nula Kaimetz. Do we learn all out from the Kaimetz? Loyal Minchas Chaytei, similarly like we saw yesterday. Really, everything comes back from the Minchas Chaytei. Malalon Shnei Kamatzin Afkan Shnei Kumatzin, and therefore that is going to be not that it's going to be. Now, this is very interesting, because how do you read that line? Afghan shnei kumatin. Does it mean two in the morning, two in the afternoon? Or does it mean two in total? And of course, as we've seen many times in Yerushalmi, this is going to be a machlekes of the Mavarshim, how to learn a Pashib Shan in this line. The Karbanita learns, means two in the morning, two in the afternoon, whereas there's a Talmud Arashba, that learns it's one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Amr Rav Chizkiya, Klum, the Manu, Shosh, Slugin, Lomi, Tam, Shabin, Arbayim, Similar answer. It's going to be. Just like over there is a question, question over here. So we have clarity. We just don't know what exactly is the Gemara's answer. Says the Gemara. So we said with regard to the Paraduma that there's going to be no Mi'ila with the ashes of the Paraduma. Says the Gemara of Shemar Nachma Shemir of Yoinisan Bedin Haya Shemaluba. Really, these ashes of the Paraduma, there should be Mi'ila. Vein Gazur Shlayimaluba, they made a special Gzeira Bezdin enacted that there's no Din Mi'ila meaning that you're misusing Besa Migdash property, that there's no Din Mi'ila with the ashes. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Vatanani, Vatani, Chatas, Malam Shemailinba. We learned that the Torah says the word chatos teaches that there's yes me'ilo with it. So why are you telling me that there's, I'm sorry, melami shamaylin pa, pa mo'alin, vein lo'alin ba'afra. And there's no me'ilo ashes. But we see that this adin daraisa. You just explained to me, you, Rav Shemin Bar Nachman, Shemin Rav Yenison, just explained to me, it's a din darabono that there's no din me'ilo. But what do we see clearly? We see clearly there's no din me'ilo even on a daraisa level. Answers the Gemara. Amar Avavua, Barishena Yemishtak Mish 
Originally, people were either mishtakshin means they weren't using it properly or something like that. Why not? Because they were special medicinal and healing spiritual powers to the ashes of the Paraduma. So people were misusing it and they were taking the ashes and putting it on their own wounds. So they made once they stopped using it, then so then they made a gazira that there's going to be no dinam ila going back to the original din daraisa, similar to what we saw on the top of the So, really, you're right, there is no dinam ila on a daraisa level, but they made a gazira that you're not allowed to use it because they saw people using it incorrectly. So, then they went back and removed that subsequently later. Says the Gemara finishing off this parak, Valakinim and the birds. This woman, how is she going to get her kapara? We know that the kinim, there were two elements to it. There was a carbon chatas. So where's her carbon chatas? This woman, the zavada, the uh, yeladas, that has to bring the chatas. There's no chatas being brought. We've seen already. Special tonight, Bezdin, that the suppliers are going to supply one in its place. In order to make sure there are no issues, Hadron Allah Perek Mo'ish Nimsu. We must do Chazara of this seventh and second to last parak of Mesechtes Shkalim. Hopefully, it's getting easier in all forms, getting easier just in time to be wrapping things up. Let's go in and begin the eighth and the second, eighth, I'm sorry, in the last parak, moving into the last Afim. Says the Mish, Call our Raikin and Imsayim Birushalayim, all Raik, spit. That's found within Yushalayim. This obviously is continuing the theme of the previous parak. Previous parak discussed other items that are found. Now we're going within Tine Toma Vitaira. But no, which get too, too uh, concerned. First of all, because there's not that much left. And second of all, because we're going to see that all of the halachas they're about to see, or if not most of them, are going to be repetitious to that which we've seen previously in this Mesechta and in Psachim. So says the Mishnah, The spit is tar, chutz, we shall shuk ha'elion, except for the spit in the upper shuk, of course, this hopefully sounds very familiar right away, because this is a Gemara Psachim. Says the Gemara, that's Rameir. Rav Yaisi Aymer, Hashana, the rest of the year, Shebe Emsat Spit that's found in the middle of the street, that's Tommy. Shebe Tzadim Tahirim. What's on the side of the street is Tar, and of course, the Gemara is going to explain all these different cases. Bishasa Regel, during Shalish Regalim, Shebe Emsat Tahirim, Shebe Tzadim Tameim. On the side is going to be Tame, and everyone already can conjure up in their brains the simple differentiation that during Shalish Regalim, there are going to be more people there. There are better people there, so there are going to be more people tahar, so they're going to be all in the middle of the street, whereas the rest of the year, the people there are not necessarily, so in the middle of the street are going to be the Tameim, but we'll see that in the Gemara in a moment. Because the minority always goes to the side. Okay, part number one of the Mishnah was spit. The Mishnah continues, All vessels found in Yushalayim, on the way down the mountain, we'll see what this means, which hopefully should sound familiar, on the way down to the base of of course, we assume on the way down, someone dropped it on the way to be table. That's the reason why it is Tamish. Because it's not the same thing, obviously. We always assume everything is tar except for the specific items. 
the hammer, the basket, and the shovel, which were used to bury dead people, used in the basic forest, in the graveyard, those items, says Rav Yesi, will be tamay, because those are used for tamay purposes. Now we continue, part which number Which is very familiar. Sakish and Himsab Yudalid, the knife that is found on the 14th. The 14th of what? 14th of Nisan, Erev Pesach, Shoichet Ba'amiyad. You find the knife in Erev Pesach, you can assume, what's everyone doing with knives? Shacht in the Garben Pesach. So obviously this knife is Tahar, you're allowed to use it right away. So let's say you found it a day earlier, then not necessarily, because we know you have to tivel it, and then you need a hair of Shemesh, you have to wait for nightfall. So if it's a day earlier, we can assume, perhaps, someone didn't tivel it yet. So you have to tivel it again. Kubats, what's a kubats? That's the big cleaver. What's the difference? The difference is, as the Tiklin Charitin, as we remember from the Gmar Psachim, is that the big cleaver is used for cutting bones. So, what's the point? Gmar Pesach, of course, you're not allowed to cut the bones. Atzim Lais is Brubai. So, says the Gemara, Mishnah, I'm sorry. If you found the big cleaver, even if you found it a day early, you still have to tivel it because there was no specific reason someone would have tivelled their make cleaver because you're not allowed to break the bones anyways. So you don't need it until the next day for the 15th for the carbon chagiga, the carbon shlamim on yantif. So there's no reason for it to be tar. I'll just quickly point out with the Gemara. I believe it was Daf Ayin over there spoke out extensively because we all remember that there was a second chagiga, a second shlamim, which was brought in Erev yantif for which purpose? So that one could fill himself up. Because you have to go into Yantif being full so that the Karban Pesach is eaten and fills you to the top. So the question is, there is a Karban of Shlamim that's being brought on the 14th. So maybe if you find the big cleaver, you should assume it is tar for that Karban Shlamim. So back in the Gemara of there, the Gemara said one of these interesting cases that no, we wouldn't do it because maybe the Kayin Gadol or the Nasi is going to die and you're going to have to be metamit to them. And therefore, when you're Tomei, you're going to bring the carbon Pesach, because Tomei Hotcher, Duchia but you're not going to bring the carbon Shlamim, and therefore, on that potential possibility, they're not necessarily going to have the big knife ready for the Chagiga, for Erev Pesach Chagiga, because the Erev Pesach Chagiga, that special Shlamim, was not a Dindar rice, it was a Dindar abundant to fill you up, and therefore, maybe they weren't as concerned about that. But either way, back to our mission on the last line of Dav Chav Aleph, Chalar Ba'os. Like this past year, unfortunately, we never have a Pesach. But when the 14th fell on a Shabbos, Shoichet Ba Miyad, you'll add a Shachta right away because we assume that the knife is going to be Kosh uh, Tar, even the Kopats. Why? Because you're not allowed to table things on Shabbos. But Tasvav Shoichet Ba Miyad, you found it on the 15th, you can Shabbat Rehim Sakshula Sakin, Harev Kisakin. If you found it tied together to the knife, you found the cleaver to got together with the knife, then you could assume it has the same status as the, as the knife, and therefore, again, we're going to assume it's going to be tar. Says the Gemara Chaval from Beis, two lines from the top. Ravavim Mishim Shuben Levi, Katsran Shalnachran Hayisham. Katsran, or Katsran, I should say, there was laundry of the Gaim there. What's this? this is on the Shukah Elyon. The Mishnah taught us that everything in Yushalayim is Tahar aside for in the upper Shuk. Why is the upper Shuk Tameh? The reason being because there were Gaim that hung out there to do the laundry. And therefore, if you find Reich, if you find Spittle there, maybe it came from a Gaim, therefore it'll be Tameh. Amr Avchanina, Aruda is from Yushalayim. There were these mules, dunk, wild donkeys that were in Yushalayim over there in the upper Shuk. And that's another reason why there were Gaim that were there hunting them. And therefore, maybe that's another reason why the Reich is going to be 
um, Tommy. Now, there's a bit of a different gear here that makes things a little bit easier. So let us read that out. There was a story that they were hunting these wild donkeys in the uh, front for the king's uh, army. Now we're back into the Gemara. And those who went up to the Isle of Ragel, there was so much blood, it was all the way up to their knees. And they didn't say anything to them, meaning they did not tell them that they are Tame. Why not? Because we assume where did the blood come from? It came from these wild animals. And therefore, they're not Tame. Why are they not Tame? They're not Tame because the blood of an Evila is not going to be mitame them. Again, now we're switching uh, courses right away. We started off telling us that there's laundry people there and therefore the spittle is going to be tame. Now we're switching courses. Now we're saying that they used to hunt these animals, but these animals are all in the velas, obviously. An animal that dies without shechita, and therefore the Allah is going to be that the blood is going to be not mitame the person says the Gemara. And now we're going to go into a Gemara that we had Almost carbon copy, if not exactly, previously. Says Gemara of Simon Bishim Shuba and Levi. There was a story with the mule of Rabbi's house. Shemis said it died. Vitiharu They said it's no big deal. Ah, you touch the dead animal, so you should be tame. No, you only touch the blood. And the blood of an Avila does not make one tame. Rav Lazar Shal Rav Simon. Rav Lazar asked Rav Simon, Ad Kamel. Until how much blood are you not tame if you touch? And he didn't pay attention to his question. Shaul Rav Yeshua ben Levi, the same question. Amar Le Ad Ravi is Tar Yisur Mikan Tame. Till Ravi is your Tar, more than a Ravi is of blood. Then, even though he came from an Avila, it's going to be Mitame. Oh boy, Yishla Rav Lazer. Rav Lazer was embarrassed. This, I'm sure the part that everyone's going to remember. Till he Le, he was embarrassed. He didn't answer him. Rav Simon Shemusa Rav Bibi Avi he was sitting and they told him over the following story. Until how much is it not going to be metame? Again, the blood of an Avila. Until Ravis is tar, again, the exact same thing more is going to be tame. And he kicked him. This is, I'm sure, the part. Kicked him. He, he didn't listen to him. This is the part everyone's going to remember. I don't understand. Because I asked you a question. You get upset at me. What's going on? Over here. So he responds, I'm sorry, Yamale begins love is diet because my brain wasn't with me, that's why I got upset. And we see a precedent for this. It says your life is hanging me negative. That's someone has enough money, they could buy weed for the whole year. You'll be, you'll be afraid at night during the day. You have a little more money, a little bit less money. You can have no life at all. That's one who buys from the baker. And therefore, I didn't have my brain with me, and that's why I got upset at you. But nothing to do with what you did wrong. Says the Gemara. So, Micah So, what is the Maskana? So, again, let's just remind ourselves we're talking about the blood of an Avelo. The carcass itself would be matami. We're talking about the blood. Is the blood give off toma? So says the Gemara, the blood does not give off toma. However, we had opinions that taught us, but more than a revius of blood, that would give off toma. Now the Gemara says, okay, at the end of the day, what is the halacha? So, hey, Rav Yishu ben Pesaira, al-tam nevila shutar. So, ma'utar, what does it mean? It's tar. Tar mil-hachshir, halitame mitame. It's tar from making 
it's something else susceptible me to be Makabal Tomah, but it itself is Tommy. Again, there's really three stages. As I was relearning this now, I realized last time we didn't really speak this out perfectly, so Baruch Hashem, we have the opportunity now to really tie up loose ends from last point. There's really three different stages. Stage number one is you become Tommy. I'm sorry. Stage number one is you touch the blood, you're Tommy. Stage number two is that the you can make someone else Tommy. Stage number three is that you can make someone else susceptible to be Mechabal Tama. It's really three different stages and the Gemara here is saying that the dam of Nevela is tar. What does it mean it's tar? It's tar from making something else susceptible to be Mechabal Tama. However, it itself is Tame and it will make something else Tame. So again, this cup of blood is Tame. I touch the cup of blood, I am Tame. But am I now susceptible to be Mechabal Tama? Well, I'm never susceptible, uh, whatever. But if it, it's an item, the uh, fruit or something that, that becomes susceptible to accept Toma once it gets wet, then it would not have that power to do that. Says the Gemara, Tamon Tanino, we learned over there, Dam Hasheretz, again, Honin, Hasheretz, not a Nevela, Hasheretz is Metame Kibisaroi, is, does give off Toma, Metame Vinoi Machshir. Says the Gemara, it's Metamik Kibisarai, but it does not make something successful Metamakoma. Vein Lanu Kayoitzabai. And this Bryce concludes that there's nothing like the Sharetz. Sounds like there's a special din by the Sharetz that it doesn't give off Toma. But we learned that this din applies even to Nevela. Answers the Gemara, no. Vein Lanu Kayoitzabai Kishir Toma Asai. It's nothing like with regard to the Shear. Avodamai Metamik Kibisarai. But it does actually. Give off Tama like it's flash by the Nevela, like we just said before, if it is a Shia Revius. We have a Machloikis, Chanamar Tame, the Chanamar Tar, Mandamar Tame, Kiravida, Mandamar Tame, Shubem, Saira, Amali Rav Duma, Dimin Nechuta, the Yos, and it's correct, if you have Marina, the Vinisio, or Avina Vinisa, he was the one that was in charge of the house of the Nasi, which is what the original story began with the mule of Rebbe's household, and we take testimony in that story that the mule was. Tar, the blood that came out of it, but it was only tar until what quantity? Until a Ravius, for more than a Ravius, it's going to be mitami. And that was a nice chazar of concept that we've seen. So again, we're coming out that the blood of Nevela is going to be itself will not be mitame. It will not give something else a to Mikabal Tama. But once there's a Ravius of blood, then it will. Give off Toma. Says the Gemara Kola Raikin. All the spit going back to the Mishnah, six lines before the wide lines. Didn't we already learn that there's no din Toma on spit in Yushalayim? So why are you telling me it's Tamei? Like we learned, there were these laundry men over there. Says the Gemara Shibelis meaning in the middle. Now we explained. This is in the Mishnah. The Mishnah differentiated that throughout the whole year, the middle is Tameh, the sides are Tar. During the Shalshri Golim, it's the opposite. The middle is Tahar, and the sides are Tameh. Explains the Gemara. Those who are Tameh, they walk in the middle. And the Tahirim walk in the side. And so what happens? They just walk because they're on the side by themselves. And the ones in the middle who are Tameh tell the guys on the side, be careful, don't come close 
close to us. But with Shas HaRegel, on the first white line, when it comes Yantiv time, then Atahire Malchin Shibailis. The guys who are Atahar, they walk in the middle. Vatameh Malchin Minatzan. Atameh Malchin Snam. Vatahire Naim Yilam Paraishu. Stay away from us, because we are Tameh. That's going to be the difference between who, how many, the quantity and the right of who is Tameh and Tar throughout the year versus Vishalash Regalim. And we said in the Mishnah, any vessels that are found on the way down or tummy the way out are tar. Ask the Gemara what's going on up here. Lachinam Ravu, the Bishem Rav Yechanan. Like Oswald, like Kedushim Yishlayim. Says, answers the Gemara, you're right. True, the normal vessels are not tummy. Make Hiva, Janim, Sudar, Hiwi, the Lubez, the field, but we found it on the way down. Nasa, Hiach, Nasa, Hiach. It's as if we know. And therefore, that's the reason why it's going to be tummy, because we know you're on the way to the Mikvah. Abba Shalai, Akairi, Isan, Sipirin. Going back to the case of the Mishnah, we said there's three utensils. The basket, the hammer, and the shovel that are tomics to use for grave diggers. Says the Gemara that Abishal called the hammer a tzipoyrin. It was like a fingernail pointy. And the Marita was a crusher. Shemrita and his seven the piece of kvaras who would crush the stone into the grave. Two different shotim, what this item was. Kaipets, Tana, and Sagging Shurallah, Rezek Kamaisa. The exact opposite of what we learned to the Mishnah. We learned to the Mishnah that if the Kaipets is tied to the knife, then it's the heart like the knife. This is a Bryce that says the exact opposite. Says the Mishnah. Halacha Beis, we're only going to do the first Mishnah as tomorrow's Daf is a bit shorter, so we'll leave a little bit more for tomorrow to keep things balanced. Says the Mishnah, again, we're on Chaval from a base, five lines into the wide lines. If the Paraiches became Tameh, with a Vlada Toma, meaning a Toma Derabanan, Matvilin Aisai Bifnim, we toivel the Parechas, the Parechas were, was many Parechases, but particularly we're discussing the Parechas between the Kaidish and the Kaidish HaKadashim, which in the second piece of Migdash was not a wall anymore, but was a tremendous Parechas due to the height, 40 Amois by 20 Amois, which we'll see probably more tomorrow, and if it became Tameh, if the actual Parechas became Tameh, they would type it inside the base and make the and they would put it right back right away. Shinit was Avatoma, let's say it became Tameh with an Avatoma, the Raisa Toma, the they had to take it outside the base and to type it. V'shaychlin Aisah, Bechayel, and V'shaychlin, not Shaychlin, Shaychlin, they would spread it out in the Chayel, V'meshi Yitzricha, Herev Shemesh, because once it has the Raisa Toma, it has to stay overnight, so you spread it out so that it could dry. Let's say it was a new Parechas, and the law is the new Parechas needs to be uh, go into a mikvah before it's used. They had a new Parechas twice a year. They would put it up on the roof, on the benches. So everyone would see the wonderful work of the Parechas. She know that it's beautiful. They would come to donate towards the Beis HaMikdash. For the cost of the Paraychas. If Shimon Gamli, Alayim, Mishimim, Shimon, and Skan, Paraychas, Oivya Tefach, the thickness was a Tefach, Al Shivim Ushtayim Niman, with 72 threads, Nereges, Al Kol Nima, Venima, Chav Talit Chutim, and each thread was 24 strands. So it's 72, uh, I guess we'll call it like the, 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 we, the loom guys, and each strand was 20, was comprised of 24 different parts. Arka Memama, like we just said, it was 40 almost long, tall, Varach, 20 and 20 amos wide, which is roughly 60 by 30 feet. Umishmani Mishtaim Riboy Aisanasis was made out of 82,000, 82,000, uh, or 820,000, I should say, um, 820,000. 
um, gold dinars. The machlek is whether this means the dinars or the weight. But either way, na'asev v'shtayim, oisim b'chol shana, they would make two every year, like we pointed out, v'shalosh meiz kanim atfil noisai, it required 300 koyanim to pick up this tremendous prech as I put in the mikvah, which we'll see tomorrow is a bit of an exaggeration, and we'll pick up from here tomorrow as we conclude shkalim tomorrow.